Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Shall we pray? Father, we're grateful unto you for your word that's anointed. Thank you that it will bless us tremendously. In Jesus' name, amen. We're doing Genesis chapter 2, verse 7 and 8. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there he put the man whom he had formed. Praise the Lord. And then from there he said, And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden. And the tree of knowledge of good and evil. We are talking about the cost of disloyalty, part one. Please take your seat. And this is part of the ordained garden series. Some few years ago, I started teaching on the ordained garden. And the concept of the ordained garden is that God has planted you and I deliberately by plan in a specific church for a specific purpose and we use the garden of eden being the first abode and the original abode god created for man to be a type of the church and so the scripture i read in verse 8 of genesis chapter 2 we see that God formed man out of the dust, breathed his breath into him, and man became a living soul. So first of all, your existence is not by your choice. You are a product of someone's making. And that someone is God himself, Jesus Christ. So you are a product of Jesus' making. You carry his breath He formed you out of the clay. And because of that, you cannot control your life. So we see in verse 8 that because you are a product of Jesus' making, the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there he put the man whom he had formed. So God made man, knows the constitution of man, The man he has formed, he knows is clear, has a spirit, and he has a plan for that man. He knows what the man can take and what the man cannot take. He knows what will make the man to succeed and what will make that product not to succeed. So in his wisdom, after creation, he didn't leave the man to be operating in a vacuum or in space. 
So he decided that he would create a habitation for the man that he had carefully created. And so the west was there, the north was there, the south was there. But God thought it wise to create a garden in the east of Eden and put the man that he had created there. (laughs) So the wisdom of God for sustainability of the man that he had created was to put him in a definite garden. And then he wired the garden. Because if you look at verse 9, the Bible says that, and that garden, from the ground of that garden, grew every tree, one that was pleasant to the sight and good for food. So the garden God put the man in was supposed to bring pleasure unto the man. Joy, success. Are you with me? Pleasant to the sight. There was beauty there. Flowers. Animals. Imagine the peacock was there. Different shades of, I mean, the finch was there. There's a bird called the finch. Colors. Beautiful. It was pleasant to the sight. And then every, the ground also produced food for the man. So whatever the man required to live in beauty, in pleasure, and to be satisfied in terms of provision was in the garden. God made available that thing in the garden. Again, there was also in that same verse 9, the tree of life in the midst of the garden and the tree of the of knowledge of good and evil. One of these trees, God said, knowledge of and evil, God said man should not touch. So, <laughs> in the garden, God had put everything there and then he now also started giving man instruction what he should do and what he should not do. Now, the garden is a type of the church. Adam is the type of the Christian that God has redeemed through the work of Jesus Christ and has added you. He has put you. Please, check and find out that Adam didn't walk into the garden. God put him in the garden after creating him. And we understand from 2 Corinthians 5, 17 that Anybody that is in Christ is a new creature. And that new creature is typified here in Adam. All things are passed away. Everything has become new. So when God creates you anew, he now puts you in an environment that you would have pleasure. You would have provision. And then when you go there, he expects you to do some things and not to do some things. So... The garden was God's ordained space for Adam to be successful. That's why we call our church our ordained garden. And that is God's principle here right from the beginning. That you are not in this church by accident or by the choice you made to visit. or It is God himself who has planted you here. Because he planted this church here to sustain your success and your provision 
in destiny. Are you, if you are here, say I'm here. Say this is my ordained garden. One more time. Say the keeper's house is not just by my choice. But has been ordained for me. And this is my ordained garden. It is spiritual. It is the will of God. And I'm going to be here. Praise the Lord. So you see that even though someone may have invited you to church, it was that invitation and you coming is part of God's will to put you in this garden. Very clear. And you will find out also that when you entered here, you saw things that were pleasant to your sight. Your provision, there was water watering the garden. We have done all that in some years ago. The series is there. But your ordained garden or your church, if you look at that verse 9, let's consider that verse 9. Very powerful scripture there. In that verse 9, it says that, watch it. And out of the ground, say out of this place. One more time, say out of this place. God made to grow. Every tree that is pleasant. So when God plants you in a church, he also conditions the church to be able to sustain your destiny out of that ground. The grounds of that church becomes, becomes miraculously packaged to bring you pleasure and provision out of that ground. God made to grow. Who made to grow? I can hear you. Who made to grow? I'm feeling it already. You see that this today has started early. Yeah, it's, it's an early bed teaching. God made to grow out of that ground. So when God plants you in a church like the keeper's house, he also conditions this ground to give you whatever your destiny requires to be, to be fulfilled or to be complete. So the church God plants you is a space that has been programmed divinely to make you beautiful, satisfied in all things. Praise the Lord. That is why there is no testimony you are looking for as a member of this church that God has not conditioned into this ground. Whether it's marriage, it's a job, it's healing, it's whatever. We may not visibly be manifesting it there, but God has conditioned it into this ground. And if you stay in the garden, it will happen. Praise the Lord. Problem is that people don't get to stay in the garden for long. People are always, they're moving out of their church like they are moving from one hotel to another. And so, when the ground is about to yield unto them, the ground will definitely yield, but sometimes the recipient of the fruit are not in place. That's why you go to a place, you see that the mango is ripe, but there's nobody there to pluck it. Because the, the, the plucker, <laughs> the farmer, the harvester, whom the Lord had looked upon to give mango, decided to vacate the space. So the mango will be there hanging, it will drop, get rotten, and it will fizzle out. May it never happen to anybody here. That amen should be stronger this year. Tell somebody, I'm here to ensure that whatever this garden has for me shall come to me. Alright, so what happens when you lose or you leave 
where God wants you to be. Adam eventually left the garden or was sucked out of the garden. What happened to Adam when he lost the garden? When you, you are here and you decide that you want to live, and I believe if God gives me time, I will give you what it takes to leave a church if I have time. But what do you stand to lose if you leave or vacate the space God himself has put you? What happens? You don't just get up and leave the garden where God put you. God has put you here. You don't just get up and leave. Because leaving your ordained garden is like leaving your destiny. Imagine if man decides that from now I want to stay in mass. And not the earth. You see that you have not been conditioned to stay there successful. You will need more. Have you seen astronauts going to space before? Have you seen them in their rocket and all of that? Do you see how the kind of preparation and things they have to, the logistics. One space exploration can take care of Ghana for how many years? Go and check the bill. And yet they are not even sure they will survive. Why? Because man was created to exist comfortably on the face of the earth. But going to another planet, they will need more <laughs> to survive there. There's no gravity. You see them, you see them flying like birds. Or more. Ha. So imagine a man and a woman married in that space. How would they make babies? <laughs> Flying like that. No ground, no gravity. Chale, When there's gravity, no. Some people, no. Chale. So, when God orders your step into a place like this, you stay and you become loyal to God by staying in the space. So that what God intended to do in your life will also happen in that space. There are implications for our locations. And so you need to understand the mind of God for putting you in the keeper's house. If you are here, say, I am here. So what happened to Adam when he did some things and God drove him out of, of the space? When he became disloyal, to God, what happened? Look at the Bible. Number one, when you leave the church, this church that God has given you, Adam lost the garden, which is his inheritance. So a believer is likely to lose some inheritance when they leave where God has planted for them as they are ordained church. Such as the keeper's house. In Genesis chapter 2 verse 15. Watch it. Genesis 2.15. And the Lord God commanded. 2.15. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden 
of Eden to dress it and to keep it. So there was a job God gave to man there. Dress it, keep it. Adam was supposed to be loyal to that. In that garden, praise the Lord, that God put him in chapter 1, verse 29 and 30. Watch it, Genesis 1, 29 and 30. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed, and to, to you it shall be what? It shall be for what? To you it shall be for meat. Verse number 30. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creeped upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat, and it was so. So Adam in the garden had provision. He had inheritance. I have given you every herb. I've given you fowls, everything flying in the space. It's your inheritance. Tell somebody there are things hanging here for me. One more time. Say, oh God, I believe your word. That even though my eye cannot see, there are things hanging in here for me. Do you know that Adam could not see all the fishes in the sea at the same time? But they were there for him. For his meat. There are inheritances here for staying in this church, being loyal to God, for staying put. Problem with many people is that they don't know that moving around means moving away from your inheritance. So people stay in a place, they become so disloyal, and they feel like, I want to go. I mean, there's a time that the Holy Spirit himself will expressly tell you that I have a work for you somewhere. Praise the Lord. Like Jesus said, I must needs go through what? Samaria. Claire. But aside that and other things that I will show you later when God gives me the time, you need to stay loyal where you are. I am what I am by the grace of God because I stayed. I stayed. I don't know. Bible school taught me what I'm doing. Church taught me what I'm doing because I stayed. Stayed under my pastor. I stayed consistently. When I was in Assemblies of God and I was leaving Assemblies of God for victory, I was already staying with my pastor in victory and attending Assemblies of God. Can you imagine? I was staying with my pastor, who is a pastor of victory, but I was attending Assemblies of God. And it was for so many years. So when the time came that I had to be in victory, it is my Assemblies of God pastor who took my hand and went to my pastor and said that, may we listen? There's no problem, but he's supposed to be here. He's here. I'm telling you about how to make transition. And I was preaching in that Assemblies of God for that pastor. I was a student in the university. This is before, but when I was in the university, I was just preaching, preaching like that. Major programs. And my pastor has been here. When he came here, did he say we fought? Because you will lose your inheritance for living a place God has put to you. This is, church is not like a hotel where I don't like the services of Holiday Inn. I go to Marriott. I don't like Marriott. I go to uh, uh, <laughs> Kempeski. 
I don't like this one. I go to La Palm. I don't, I don't like the face of the receptionist. I change the hotel. I don't like the way you talk. You know, stay there. Adam is there. The lion is roaring by his own ground. And if you have heard a roar of a lion before, you know that everywhere will be shaking. But he was still on ground. Don't just be moving like that because you feel like you have to understand that you are here because God put you here and you have to stay put and be loyal. Tell somebody, stay put and be loyal. People leave, people, people leave and man, this election, some people left their jobs to go and stand for MPC. They lost and they have lost their job as well. Oh, pray, Papa. Hey. <laughs> oh, pray. Now you don't have a salary. You to the honorable you want to be called, you know. You don't have it. Combat door off. Hey. Tell somebody I'm on ground. There are inheritance here. Water, the ground has been conditioned to yield some things unto you. And sometimes once you are there, you'll be tried and tested. But you need to have that fortitude to stay. Because you know that God cannot put you in a bad place. And if you put me here, he's watching. Do you know that God visited the garden every day? Because the man was there. Not because the monkey was there. Because the man was there. I'm feeling it, pa. So, please... Don't lose your marriage. Don't lose your children. Some people leave the church and their children keep asking them, Mommy, are we not going again? It doesn't bother you that your child loves the Sunday school teacher and loves the Sunday school and is growing in godliness. You now, you don't have time. And it doesn't bother you. Hey, Now you are going to leave now before parents were limiting their children from having access to the internet at certain age and all of that. Now, by virtue of brother COVID, school has moved to the virtual space. That is, you can't stop your children from mingling where adults are. All the bad people are there. Even when they are in school, they are watching, they have opened many windows. YouTube is here. Um, other things are here. Google is here. They are watching and listen. You think their teacher is talking, but they are listening to something else. It doesn't bother you that you just park and leave because you had a clash with somebody. Something. Maybe you didn't like the face of Asantifuamuabobiomfrenikankani. I don't, I don't like chimpanzee's face. Then you left. Hey. Sani Ejai. Sani Ejai. Your inheritance is here. For many of us, our lives are in this space. And that is why if God is sending anything to Adam, he will not locate him at the west of the Eden. He will look for him at the east of what? The Eden. Talk to me now. God knows Adam's address. Question is, where is your address? I told you some years ago, some of the angels eh, as courier boys, they are tired roaming because where God said you live, 
When they came, you were not there. Yeah, just show something. You know, letter now. You say you are returning letter now. Even remittance. Sometimes they send the money after a while when nobody is claiming it. They send it. You know, be so. This the the claimer is not there because you moved. Pastor preacher may say you don't like you move. You have a clash with a brother and sister. You move. Now, if I'm the devil, me, Francis, here, I'm the devil, and I know your blessing is here, I will trouble you here. To check whether you are deep or you are shallow. I think one of these, we have to go to a mining site. And check the mentality of miners. The guy is going into a deep hole. He never comes out until he's found what he's looking for. Deep hollow. They don't just ha. They, they just go, they say, I didn't find the gold. You lie. They, sometimes they go, they go until the, the, this thing will break over them. They know something is there. Some people just, it's like you don't have any ability to absorb or resist. So once something, hmm, I'm gone. No, no, I can't take it. I'm not taking it. You, are t- you will take it. You are going to take it. In this garden, you are going to take it. You don't leave your loamy soil to clay soil or sandy soil. You are not conditioned for that. Uh, plants don't grow everywhere. Every plant has a peculiar soil that makes it blossom. Hello? Are you here? You sure you are here? May you never lose your inheritance. Adam lost his inheritance. You will not lose yours. Shout a better amen. I'm not hearing you. <laughs> Very powerful. Is it powerful already? So some people, they just become disloyal. They say, I'm going, I'm going. You are not going anywhere. We are not going to allow you to go. At all. It's a mistake. Adam lost the garden. Look at chapter 3. Verse 23 and 24. Adam lost the garden. Therefore, the Lord sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. Ah, when I come to this eh? and 24 says, so he drove out the man and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubims and flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. That's Adam was taken out of the place of inheritance and a security was put there. That is why some people no matter how much they are praying they are still struggling. Because the realm of the access of their inheritance has a security that's not allowing them to access. Hey. So it is nice power when your pastor says, okay, what can tell me? Come. It's nice. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Recently, a woman came to my office. He went to the bishop. He said, now, now I'm in the keeper's house. The bishop said, and your uncle baby. The keeper's house, power now, quiet there. Why are you there? Uncle baby. Because it is even a blessing. So I called the bishop. He said, you're a member, no? So I'm away, I'm away. You, you just jump. It's like, my court member, who be banned? 
na abofo bi te kwen na no omukura so so de no so e twa de twa hey onzro so we free one moment to pon no mu o chance aware ya edin be chance say juma edin now, no, you want, but may God show us mercy. Shout a better amen. Why am I teaching this? So that you will know. Praise the Lord. So, me me mpreo. Who me sa ano? Who say me chesi di ma? Who say me ni su krakabat? Chale? I dare ground. Because me church have seen my peers. Omo presa, omo presa. I waste you on my life. Prepare. Prayers. <laughs> Ask somebody, are you a prayers? Oh, pray. <laughs> I say you are, don't be a prayers. Hey. Somebody who, who moves around should be called a prayers. So you see that in this scripture, please, let's, let's look at something. It says that, so he drove out the man no, the, the verse before. Kindly check. He said, Therefore the Lord God sent him sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground. Oh boy. Alright. From whence he was from. Please, that, that verse that, that, that verse is, is, is relevant. Where where you, I just read. The 23, please. Yeah. To till the ground from whence he was taken. Remember that. Adam, from the ground he was taken, he was useless. He was what? He was useless. Even when God formed him, he was still useless. Until he put his breath into him. So from the very ground whence he was taken, that, that he had a useless nature. Until God put his breath into him and put him in a different environment. Then he became useful. Are you here now? When he was kicked out of the garden, the Bible says he was taken to the ground whence he was taken from. That he went back into his uselessness. That's why we talk about covering. Because the garden is a covering for you to be useful. You see that when you are in a place God wants you to be, you don't entertain some useless lifestyle. You don't waste away. But once you leave the place God wants you to be, you go back, your old nature start coming up. You now you are there now. You want to watch a friend be doing something. Be. And you go back into your struggles. Are you here? Is it that you have gone back into the old nature that is not useful? It is also not glorious. Because there is nothing pleasant there to behold. Everything outside the garden is a struggle. So you have gone back into your struggles. You see that when you leave a place, you just be doing well. But you don't know that it's an introduction to some kind of life that might be very, very useless. He went back to the ground whence he was taken from. So imagine if it was a reverse scientific process. God's spirit would have left him. And then he would have just broken down like dust to the ground. Gone. Useless. So you'll be calling Adam. Adam is nowhere. Because he has 
gone back into dust. May you never get to that level. That amen should be louder. I say you will never get to that level. Lift up your hand and say, where God wants me to be, that is where I will be. This is the first cost of disloyalty. First cost. That you lose your inheritance. That every servant who serves well has a reward. Has inheritance. Everyone who serves well where they are meant to be. They have rewards. They have favor. God does things for them. Beautiful. But when people don't serve well, they waste. So, you are in the church. You have to be loyal to God by staying there and working there. Proving your loyalty to God and then your loyalty to the place where he has called you. That's why we are all here and we love being here. Praise the Lord. We love being in the... God knows why he didn't call you to be in Catholic. He knows why he's brought you here. He didn't call you to be in that other fine church. Finer than this place. But he still called you here. I asked you the last time. If you don't like the face of your mother, do you change your name? Your mom is your mom. Your dad is your mom. And that is the will of God. That is the wisdom of God. You are nothing. That is why you are not part of that decision for who gives back to you. You have to see your size. Because who doesn't want to be born by <laughs> in good? A better person than the one who gave birth to you. But the wisdom of God says that you are not part of that decision. So a decision that is superior to your existence, you want to overturn. Oboa. Oboa. Where are they? Oh boy. So it's a beautiful thing. I sometimes seen people say, I have an attack. I have this. I have that. I've just been wondering. Ah, now wow. If you are sitting in an air condition that is functioning well and you are sweating, certainly there's something wrong. Certainly. Something is internally what? Not well. So when you are in a place where God has deposited you for his glory to be seen and ah, ah, the problem is not the place so check, check yourself. Do what? Check yourself. yourself. Alright, so <laughs> One of the things that makes, I have so much I have to say. At least I have about 10 things that will happen when you leave your ordained garden. But let me just say that in Genesis chapter 3 verse 1 to 5, I'm showing you one of the things that makes people to leave where God wants them to be. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Watch it very carefully. And he said unto the woman, Yea, 
Has God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye what? And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. So here, we know that one of the things that caused the man to leave or lose the garden was conversations. Was what? Conversations that form your emotions and perceptions. I say it again. One of the things that will make you live where God, the church God has put you in is conversations that will make you have an emotional perception different from who God has made you. The serpent was subtle. So there are conversations that come out of subtlety. The word subtle simply means it's slimy, skillful, the thing is, very, very hmm, deceptive. Are you here now? So, the serpent was, and you know, when these conversations are going, it is like it's bringing something great out of you. Your eyes will be opened, and you will become like God. Meanwhile, you are. You will become like, it's like it's going to make you become. But you are already what you are. It's a strange voice talking to you. And that strange voice will now be hitting you where you are soft. Hey. It will be knowing you. And, and the serpent came to talk to the woman. I believe when the woman was feeling lonely. Check who is in your space. When you are not happy about church. Come on now. Check who is talking to you. Is talking to you and making you see that you don't need to be in the church. It's time you got to check out of the church. Check it. Conversations, conversations. Say it after me. Let's do an advert. One, go. Conversations, conversations, conversations. It's like breaking news. And these conversations started pointing to the woman. Have you seen the fruit? Have you considered it? You see that you are there. You are fine with church. And then somebody start coming, pointing to you. All the problems in the space. This and this one, they don't talk. That one and that one, they are like this. Like that, like that. Have you seen that apple? Have you seen that Adam sitting there? Have you seen that God? Have you seen? Have you seen that you are looking for a child cramp? He has not given, and he's just lying. That conversations. 
Eh, na wawa hada da dadi mfre wuni umbo mpaye wa uyefu ni hu. Mene mene umbo mpaye bede. Your heavenly father himself, he cares for even the birds. Mimi fra wuni umbo mpaye no. Eh, diene beye. Can you tell me? So, so your pastor has not paid attention to you? Paid what attention? Has the pastor finished paying attention to himself? Conversations. You know, and when you are in a church like this, and somebody is talking to you and he feels like the pastor should see what you are going through and focus all his energy on you, that person is living in Jupiter. Because he's making you feel you are bigger than what you really are. Like, I don't see anybody. The only person I, I should see is you. He was telling the woman, don't you see you, you, are, you, are, you are even bigger than what you are looking like? If you eat this thing. You are, you, are, you are in that level. That's your level. Look at the level they are putting you. One guy left the church. Well, one lady kept telling her, ah, but you were a pastor where you came from. How did they make you prayer warrior here? Oh. Oh. So, what is pastor and prayer warrior? Is it no work of God? He said, oh my, oh boy, 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 boy. Jesus said the greatest in the kingdom is a servant. You see that strange voices. Pastor Nompe was saying, Hey. How will I live? Conversations. conversations. It, it will now make you so emotionally driven that you want to go and plug the apple as if God has done you evil. After giving you all the things in the garden, you are angry that he says, don't touch this one. You are angry. Hey. Conversation. Emotions and conversations, eh, they destroy church more than demons. Check whatever, whoever is talking to you. you your eye is not there. Your mind is not there. person is pouring fuel there. Watch it. Look at somebody. Do that hand. Do this hand. Watch it. Please, don't be afraid of that person. Say, watch it, sister. Watch it. You are listening to the wrong voice. Strange voice like a serpent. Is talking to you. Not even a man. Or a human being. It's a serpent. When somebody is telling you something. That makes you go against God. Go against the plan of God. That person is a serpent. It's a serpentine spirit. It doesn't matter who they are. How they are. And whatever. I think we are here. Some people have talked some people out of this church. But they are still here. Look at somebody say, careful now. Tell somebody say, brother, sister, be a winny why? Follow God. Don't follow conversations and emotions. Stay where God wants you to stay. And you will be blessed. Sometimes when you are a place, you better don't get into the politics of the place. Meaning to those issues in the spirit. People have their own issues. They try and find meaning to those issues in the space. Yeah, they are, they are on an expedition journey. 
Why is the pastor not calling me? By now, no, he calls this one, call that one, call that one, call that one. Omo. Bag my phone then. And direct the call to yourself. It doesn't work that way. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Is somebody blessed? If you are here, you hear things. <laughs> you will hear things. Tell somebody, get ready to hear things. But do you know that regardless of what the serpent told them or tried to tell them, they had every opportunity on a daily basis to ask God. Every day, God himself came to visit them. But they never ask him. That you have every opportunity to verify whatever you think you are hearing from God, from pastor, from your leader, from whoever the matter may concern on a daily basis, whether physically or on phone. But the serpentine spirit will make you so emotionally charged that you will throw away all those options. And just walk. So by the time God came, he was looking for them everywhere. They couldn't be found. I said, hey, number one. I said, oh, Charlie, you give us everything and you say we should not touch this. You would have passed somewhere. And bury his up here. Look at somebody say, Edeba Is it a friendly match? Is a preaching going? Is it powerful? Are you sure it's powerful? Say, This is our church. It's our church cry. Say, You are blessed for being where God wants you to be. There was a prophet. God sent him to, a prophet from Judah. God sent him to deliver a message and return. By a particular way. Then an old prophet. Met his, oh me too. I'm a prophet. I hear the voice of God. But I'm a team reviver. But let's go and eat. God told him don't eat anything. And return back. He just decided to. For some reason based on the conversation. Set aside the original instruction. And follow. Another thing based on the conversation he had with the old prophet. How do you replace an old prophet with your God? And when the old prophet left him, an animal devoured him. And he became a public shame. People saw him by the roadside. Animal was there. People were there. And the old prophet came to see Kwasia, 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 Kwasia. Some people feel you are stupid. That's why they tell you some of the things they tell you. They know you are not a deep thinker. You are not that spiritual. That's why they can pick their phone and feel like there is a ball be here. Let me go and dump some refuse there. It's an insult in the first place. Because they have seen the polarization of your own mind. They say, I will do business here. Where is that Zoom lion? Let me go and dump there. 
Sometimes when people are telling you, so why are you telling me this? Are you not supposed to be talking to pastor? Are you not supposed to be talking to Angela? Why are you telling me this? You see, the serpent couldn't face God. He decided to face God by facing the man and the woman. When some people want to fight a battle, sometimes they see that you are a channel they can fight through. Tell somebody, be careful that you don't fight somebody's battle for them. One more time, one more time. Tell somebody, careful now that you don't, you don't be, get used to fight the battles of other people. Yeah. If, <laughs> please, please clap your hands. If you. If your spouse is in leadership, if your spouse is in leadership, and he's not supposed to tell you some of the leadership decisions and politics that might be going on, but in case he's not that spiritual, and he tells you, it is not your battle, don't go and fight. Your God called your husband or your spouse into that leadership, not you. Yes. It's like assuming you are in the choir, testimony choir, and let's say Linda and then what's the name of your Josephina? They are sisters. Then Linda, assuming Linda doesn't sing in the choir, and Josephina came and when they are in the house, you know, they need conversation. And start talking about how now. Um, the MD Dala is not looking in her direction. Don't know what he has done. Blah 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 and blah 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 blah. Because of so so and so person, we are come same way. We are. If you are not careful, you are Linda. You are not in the choir. You start fighting people in the choir because of your sister. We hypocrite. Wait. Are we supposed to know? God has decided to use the person. You have decided to become an analyst without pay. You are doing it pro bono. So, what is our concern now? We came to face God. And God is using whom he wants to use. What is our problem? But you have allowed yourself, based on conversation, to block you from receiving at the moment what God wants you to receive. Charlie, open your eyes. Let's rise. <laughs> Please, let's rise. <laughs> You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.